0: three two one go
1: welcome back everybody to the triad of the Force podcast the podcast with three puerto rican friends coming together to do deep dives into star wars and other nerd related media today we are going to continue our fabulous episode by episode discussions of star wars visions which i love so much and nanny's back
0: <laughs> nanny's back welcome back jesus christ we've missed you <laughs>
1: i'm so sorry Um, for those of you that haven't been listening i'm in law school and i had midterms and so i'm exhausted i can barely open my eyes but i needed to join in for the discussion of some of these business episodes which i have loved so much and i was so looking forward to watching them from the moment that they were announced so my counterparts here who are not that huge into anime i've gotten mowed mm -hmm. to it pretty decently um, have made some really good comments about the past episodes that I wasn't able to mm-hmm. join so congratulations I'm so sorry no. I wasn't able to thank you it. thank you we
0: did we we <laughs> tried our best to keep the ship afloat uh without <laughs> you uh, thanks to Tori Fox for coming in and yes, helping us right. out thank to complete you, the triad Uh so that was that was great but yeah it's a uh, it's not the same without without you you are the essential 33 <laughs> percent of the triad so we're very very happy to do 1, 3, once 3, more 3, and be at a full power well oh, yeah I know. yeah if you want to be if I you know. want to be exactly mathematical about
1: it <laughs> yes so yes. i'm very excited to talk about the ninth jedi today which is one of my favorite episodes it's mm-hmm. actually i think maybe Hosbando's like second episode favorite right after the duel um mm-hmm. but before we get into it i wanted to make a few notes because i really want to get people excited about anime now that this is like a thing with visions. So I know that Mo was talking about how Village Bride was very, you know, uh, Princess Mm Mononoke-esque whole aspect of, you know, being in tune with nature and everything. So I can't recommend enough. Just all the Miyazaki films, they're available on HBO Max, watch all of them. And even if you don't want to watch all of them, I would extremely recommend House Moving Castle, which is my favorite Mm -hmm. and Spirit Away, which I also love. And Bandos, which is Princess Mononoke is his favorite. Mm. Um, if you liked the twins, there's this very, very bombastic art exaggerated style involved with the twins that there's creators, I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure the same creators, the one that created Gurren Lagann and Kill la Kill, which are very, mm-hmm. very popular animes and have that, that just amazing art style to them. And if you liked uh, Rhapsody and Tatooine, there's a lot of musical Oriented animes out there too. K is one of them, and a lot of like really long running animes will always have like mm-hmm. we're making our band arc. So I mean, <laughs> all of these things, band. yeah, all these things actually are like tropes within what mm-hmm. is anime. And anime has a whole bunch of like there's sports animes and like all cooking ones. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There's a huge. There's one. A weird, like, no okay. Soma mm-hmm. It's weird, but is super huge, intense. and it's actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah there's like it's a universe worth mm. worth exploring so if you have you know your interest peaked by watching visions then i would recommend just deep diving into that and go crazy so the ninth jedi
0: the ninth jedi man that's uh, a. <laughs> I i mean as we've said before visions has been a home run and most if not all of the episodes have been something really special and unique and I think unique is the right word because every one of them does something so different that makes each one special in its own way but obviously some episodes will rise above the rest to resonate with each person in a different way and ninth jedi is one that really did it for me and from what I've seen like a lot of people also connected with that episode as well and it's one that really blew my mind in the in similar ways to how the duel and village bride did, just because it established itself within a mythos, right? It's a Star Wars mythos, but a different Star Wars mythos than we want we're used to, and set it in this ancient post-war or pre-war, or like who knows when it is, but it feels so mystical and old but new at the same time. Yeah. With like all these characters trying to discover the secrets of what was that really made it super super engaging and fun. And I mean not to go into the details because we'll talk about them later. But it was definitely one of the stories that I was like, oh man, I really want to continue going into that world and seeing what happens. But I mean, those were like my first initial impressions with uh, with Ninth Jedi. It was it was amazing. It was a home run. It was a masterpiece. Yep. <laughs> What about you, Mo? Uh, to, to me, it it's interesting because
2: the what what resonated like at the beginning, it brought back memories mm-hmm. of this weird like Mormon cartoon from mm-hmm. back in the '90s, and it had this like the same narration, the same like pacing, and it was it was mm-hmm. all about like establishing like the mystery of what like Mormonism is and it felt like (laughs) this was the same version of for like the Jedi they were like Mm -hmm. going back and like just opening up this whole like universe of mystery and like the Mm -hmm. old times like no one lightsaber and who knows when and you have all these characters that just surrounded by like intrigue and that that was the whole like it felt Mm -hmm. like in a way like it's 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 weird. It's like a recruitment video for like
1: Jedi's. If yeah,
2: that makes yeah. Sense. a little bit, yeah. Um, uh, but but the whole story was just like mesmerizing, and mm-hmm. the again, I I love that all of the visions are okay with like you know let's just explore like lightsabers and kyber crystals mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. what the how the yes. force yes. is yes. manifested and they're not afraid to do it and I think there's another prime example of like you know just because we've seen oh that's not how lightsabers work who cares this is the force there's like a story outside the
1: box Mm -hmm.
2: exactly like think outside so there's so much like imagination going on behind it and the story is so like heartwarming like you Mm -hmm. want to you want to see what happens next. You want to follow yeah. them on their adventure yeah. to rescue the father Definitely at the end. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it's one of those... It might be actually, like, apart from... It's, like, the most open-ended one so mm-hmm. far that we've seen. Uh, you know, there's yeah. a clear next step. You know, we have to save the father. Like mm-hmm. so, so there's, like, a journey that's paved out for all these characters. So I think... I'm not sure, you know, what's where Disney might be taking it. But if anything, Mm -hmm. this seems like one of one of the episodes is like leaving breadcrumbs for a future development. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And I really think it would work either way. If you just leave it at that and we don't get mm -hmm. any more, it's still perfectly fantastic. And if you explore what it is, I think it would be a very good story. To see where Mm -hmm. it concludes. So I think it would work either way, which is one of the things that I really loved about it. I mean, the animation and all the episodes has been amazing, but this one was one that really resonated with me. I Mm. really love the art style and everything. I love the fact that they explore different areas of the lightsaber and you know kyber crystal mythos, which is something that I've always loved. And we've talked about before when we talked about the younglings and how they would construct Mm -hmm. their own, you know, lightsabers and everything. I love how, you know, out of every subject that you can pick from Star Wars, you know, this one focused obviously in that father-daughter relationship, which was actually one of the ones that it's like a healthy relationship, but it's also, you know, about lightsabers. And you're set it in a world where one of the most defining characteristics of both Jedi and Sith was lost to history. And they don't mm-hmm. even know about it. Could you imagine a world where Sith and Jedi don't have lightsabers? Don't have lightsabers. What do they like, what are they going to do? do?
0: Like, why are they going to yeah. kick each other <laughs> and punch each other? <laughs> it's, it's my tricks. No, that yeah. doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> they need their lightsabers. So it's this like really weird, like dystopian idea of, like oh, mm. lightsabers are coming back. So I thought it was framed in a really, really cool way. And then because of the idea that lightsabers stopped existing you could do whatever you wanted with how mm-hmm, you make mm-hmm. a lightsaber so i really really loved it so yeah going into some of the details um the one who was the voice actor for the dad in japanese i'm not going to mm-hmm. say his name because my pronunciation would be horrific but it's like one of my favorite voice actors in anime it's like Mm -hmm. anime legend so it's like you can see the influence of all these people that Mm -hmm. want to be involved in something Star Wars so I think that's I always think that's really cool
0: right Uh, that's so cool and like uh, to be able to recognize a voice actor from a different language I mean that's especially a language like you don't talk I think that's a really cool thing to be able to pick up (laughs) because at least for me it's very hard to be able to like recognize a voice in a language I don't understand because it might even be a voice speaking that like I've known but if they're speaking another language sometimes it's hard to connect to the person but anyway I digress uh, going back to like the whole kyber crystal thing I think it's super interesting because all if not most of the episodes on visions obviously they all had like their own interpretations of the force and whatnot yeah. but they also a lot of them touched with like how the kyber crystal works And two specific examples is the duel. I mean, the duel mostly seen through the Ronin novel, which just finished it. It's amazing. If you haven't, go get yourself a copy, go read it. You won't regret it. But also then, obviously, uh, the ninth Jedi. And I think it's really interesting how they frame it with how the Kyber crystal isn't just tied into the user that only made it it's like tied yeah. to anyone that touches it and it's all oh, this living thing that lives in an augmented way at all times instead of being like it currently is in star wars canon right where it's like the kyra crystal is like tied to the essence of the person who made the lightsaber and then that's it here like the crystal is even more alive than than we're used to in canon i think that's a beautiful thing especially like in that scene when the they're the sith are fighting the margrave and then the margrave like takes the lightsaber from the Sith, and it, the blade turns from from green. red to green and then whoops, with yeah. the little uh, with the little ring around that i'm like oh yes this is amazing well,
1: even yes. from the beginning when the daughter first picks it up and it's like yes yeah, we kind of a uh, shadow of it and Mm -hmm. then she can like make it as long or short as she wants because you know that there's potential but it's not like completely solidified and it kind of Mm -hmm. reminds me a little bit of like the demons in uh his dark materials
0: oh yeah when you're a
1: child like it's very progressive like it changes and everything but once you're cemented in what you want it becomes more clear which As starts to fight it becomes Mm -hmm. more clear it starts going green and everything so i really appreciated that and i thought it was really cool i mean going into the details because we're not going to talk about every single thing mm-hmm. i knew there was something fishy going on the entire time the episode was happening i mean i didn't really know like if it was like the main guy that was like luring them into a trap but i knew there was something mm-hmm. going on but then when all those lightsabers turned red
0: yeah i, I, I did not see that coming. i yeah.
1: expected that that was great i got goosebumps it was like holy shit they're all sith it was great i thought it was, it was fantastic awesome
0: because well, the framing it's uh, it yeah. was baiting you to think that the mm-hmm. margrave in the hologram mm-hmm. because of how he looks you know it's yeah. like a darth it's vader callback right yeah. it looks like he's the bad guy so when the episode started i'm like wait i mean there it's the good guy but they're making him look like the bad guy and they're in an ominous temple so they want you to think that uh, he's gonna betray them so maybe not so like all the yeah. time I'm trying to play the fourth dimensional chess yeah. With see, figuring really out the if the Mark Rape is yep. the, actually the bad guy, and then all of a sudden, like all the Jedi actually Sith, I'm like, oh shit! Uh, uh, the pulled lights. the wool over my eye, making me think that this other thing is a sleight of hand, and I appreciate it, right? Because That's then the it thing. makes the show a little, a little more engaging, less predictable than we thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. but okay. all those visuals are fucked, are 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 dope. Like in that scene, like establishing shots of the planet when we see yes. like the catapults. On the, on, yeah. the, on the planet yeah, like
1: fishing for the kyber going crystals fishing for so kyber good. crystal in
0: space i was like what the, what? that's I the cool when we thing we of anime. watching
1: it <laughs> yeah wally was just like are they literally fishing for like meteors for kyber crystals yeah
2: like yes, so awesome. yes yes are. Are. you know and but it's cool it's <laughs> cool
1: it was and how fantastic were the speeder bikes in this mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. and yeah. and that whole fight like letting go of the speeder bike staying on the ice and the speeder back like just coming back to her like super fluidly That's something Mm -hmm, that really like anime and animation in general done this way just makes it so gorgeous to look at. Like, you can't stop. She's like, oh, let me rewind and watch that again because it's so good. Right,
0: yeah. I mean, but would you rather see like this show continue? I mean, this episode continue like as a show or would you want it to be like a feature film if it were to continue?
1: Hmm. Actually, I think a show would maybe drag it on too long. So mm-hmm. if they want to give maybe some of these creators the chance to do, you know, like an anime film, because mm-hmm. usually they're like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes or something, and then mm-hmm. kind of like conclude the story and do something like Miyazaki style, an anime film. I would be okay with that, especially for this story and then for the duel. Cause you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. more that you want from them. Um, and actually Lap and Ocho, which we'll get to because that was also oh, yeah. very open-ended. Yeah. So I would be completely okay if they were open to that. I would not be okay for them like to drag out a bunch of series about it because I think it would yeah. like, dilute the magic that it is. And if they want to do like more seasons of visions, I would space them out every few years and then just bring mm-hmm. in creators every time. Right, to make it special. Stories yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then whichever ones are like really, really people are very in love, like maybe give them the possibility to make a film about them. I think that might be a good
0: or a spin-off book, like the case with the duel. With yeah. Yeah. Although I, although like while I do appreciate having like the expansion of the duel in Ronan as a novel, uh, which I guess as I mentioned, great book, go read it. I still want them to keep focusing like extra stories and in in, in in like visual media because you know there's a when publishing I mean it's a fact publishing isn't as widely seen or consumed by as much people as the people that are watching the shows slash the movies I mean it goes movies shows books in that order so like you know so Mm -hmm. keeping like this world in the visual medium makes it more accessible to people and like this stories are so good that you know I kind of want them to live there so that more people are able yeah. to enjoy them i mean not to knock the literary world because it's wonderful Uh yes. but yeah it's so rich this visual style of anime and what they were able to achieve with these star wars stories that you know we i would want to i want to keep living in those in those spaces for a little obviously,
1: longer <laughs> obviously the glory of you know knowing what you're doing because there was that magical we were talking about the lightsabers that one character who had been like kind of a spy within the jedi and his lightsaber mm-hmm. starts out red and then it turns purple
0: purple yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and
1: That's it so was good. just like i i think yeah, I've been with the, <laughs> i know like in the middle of the fight it's just like wait i think my nature has actually changed by me trying to be with them for too long and then it goes purple and mm-hmm. i thought that was a great fantastic touch and then at the very end that image that just stays with you because you have yeah. the and it's upside down and you have you know like the where the castle is or whatever and then it's like yeah. oh my god that looks like a lightsaber and then those obvious genius anime creators just flip it around and you know it's you like, get that yep, awesome
0: it looks visual. like it because it is yeah. <laughs> it
1: is a lightsaber and then it's just this whole message of like hope light mm-hmm. shining throughout the galaxy jedi are coming back and we're you know in search to save the father and all these things mm-hmm. and and that relationship between them was very evocative of like rogue one mm-hmm. her
2: relationship mm-hmm. with
1: her dad and everything and and this time right we have a chance to like possibly save the dad so it's like maybe yes you know, please you know,
0: yes let's keep getting let's, this let's, done let's let parents you know? live and have healthy relationships yeah. <laughs>
1: So so, all in all, it just it really struck me as very beautiful and and hitting so many themes of Star Wars, especially from you know another culture's perspective of it, mm-hmm. and just hitting the nail on on so many things. Yeah. So I really really enjoyed this episode. I wasn't expecting to love it as much, you know, from like the description of what it was supposed right. to be, and then I was just like blown away. It was really yeah, cool. like like I've
0: said many times before before the series even premiered and was only announced i said i said mm-hmm. in the show a lot now i'm not the biggest fan of anime so i wasn't excited for the show i was obviously yeah. looking forward to it because more star wars is good uh, but the show definitely blew away any and all expectations and i'm like 100% on the train and you know i want more but i'm i'm with you nanny though in that sense that i want more but i want it sparingly yeah i don't mm-hmm. want it to you know be like you know constantly a flood yeah i don't want to be a flood mm-hmm. A uh, hurricane here <laughs> of visions yeah because then it's just like oh, then it's just then it doesn't have that uniqueness right and it's A the same thing with star wars magic. in general right in the movies yeah. i think star wars is better when there's less of it uh, and i think visions will be the same, same thing. thing yeah
1: so here's hoping they continue to make these good decisions about it and unless any of you have any more thoughts about the ninth dead i think we've covered it pretty well
0: Last thought on last on ninth Jedi, more, more ninth (laughs) Jedi.
1: More ninth Jedi. This is the tenth
0: Jedi now. Let's go. Uh.
2: Well, well, yeah, I guess they can do a tenth Jedi, but they still got the sabers. They killed. They killed a bunch. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they. Yeah, I would very much look forward to see if there's uh other you know Jedi candidates that they find, and there's some unknown colors for kyber crystals and lightsabers that we. Haven't explored. So I think that would be really cool too if they go into that direction. Yes. So please.
2: Although it really takes out like any element of surprise. It's like you might, you're holding like
0: a green saber and then it turns oh, to red. Yeah. It's like, you better like, run. <laughs> <laughs> although, yeah. although it might be a thing where, and I think uh, Japanese storytelling and anime kind of excels at this where villains are not necessarily villainous they are just like villains are just antagonists and maybe sith and red isn't necessarily evil it's just a perceived way that like the main characters see it but it's a more complex scenario maybe like in the at the end of a arc of the show or whatever the thing that we're exploring red light series just means something completely different they end up being part of the heroes uh, the hero squad i think that could be an interesting thing to explore
2: who knows red red saber uh, redemption (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like our friends at uh, Geeky Waffle posted one day. Maybe it's we have anti heroes. Why don't we have uh, anti villains now? Let's uh, let's explore it.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's clearly an element of intention to it because the one guy that had the red lightsaber when like the intention and the consciousness mm-hmm. changed, it went back to purple. So does it change depending on mood and intention? Yeah, and like it, a mood ring. Goal yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah, <laughs> it's a lightsaber mood ring. <laughs> yes. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> I'm okay with all of it. <laughs> Imagine well, if I get to,
2: it just turns like
0: completely like black, like pitch black. But, yeah, like, like
1: the oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah. oh. <laughs> No, but not like the not not like the dark saber. Where it still shines. It's yeah. just like no, no, a yeah. black hole, just like, like, just, like, it's yeah. like it's just blackness, like,
1: sucking light around itself yeah. and everything. Yeah. I'll be, that I, be I don't
2: like. know if I'll be like impressed or concerned about it, but it's or a little terrified. Like... <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> all three. <laughs> all three three. (laughs) well i
1: (laughs) yeah like entranced and swallowed by it yes (laughs) but anyway i think on that note we are done with the ninth jedi so stay tuned we're gonna finish our series of visions episodes and we will always have our regularly scheduled episodes i will try to be around as much as i can but for today we are tried of the force thank you for joining us you can follow us on youtube twitter podcasts, anywhere that podcast can be found. Just search for triad of the force. We have some shirts, some cool stuff, comment, like subscribe, and let us know what you think. So until next time, may the force be with you.